This is for the nerves. This is for the brainiacs. This is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back. You ain't gonna touch me. You're not gonna do nothing. You are not above me. I bet you wish you was me. I know it. I know. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another Monday edition of the Only Friends podcast. <clears throat> Happy NFL weekend, everybody. Woo. What a weekend it was. What a weekend it was. Welcome to the, welcome to the championship lounge. Mm-hmm. This is where all Steelers fans come to enjoy the fruits of our spoils. Let's go. I mean, the Giants won. No one cares. Giants won. Literally no one cares. No, actually, they, no, they had a... No, the Giants won. They, uh, they did beat Tennessee, so actually I do kind of care. Look at that do-rag today. A little bit. <laughs> I don't think... Uh, look, I don't know what a do-rag is, apparently. Uh, I do know that a snapback is not a do-rag. Uh, I also know that Pittsburgh went in to the house of the Super Bowl contending Bungles and exposed them. Mm-hmm. They are exactly who we thought they were. They have no offensive line. They have no ability to stop the one and only TJ Watt, although they do kind of have the ability to stop mm-hmm. the one and only TJ Watt. Joe because was a fluke. He tore his peck. Is that what you think? And now nah. he's likely out. <laughs> I like my bet. I like my bet with Conrad. I don't. What was the bet? Uh, who's going to, who will make more Super Bowls between Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes? Does in that the mean next, he's just free rolling you? In the next 10 years. How's he free rolling? Oh, yeah. I mean, he can't pay. Right. But <laughs> the, the tab keeps going up. Uh, how many years was it? 10. 10? Yeah. So a 10 year long bet of who makes more Super Bowls, Burrow or Mahomes. Did you hear the Lions are going 16 and 1? No. Oh, 10 oh. years? Corey said so. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll. Starting, you mean starting, starting this year? This year. This year, because yeah. I fucked up and I said not to do it last year. Oh, man, you'd have been one up. I know. Mm. He's drawing dead. Just appearances. Yeah. Dolphins won. I like your side, Burke. Dolphins did win. Dolphins look good. I actually like the Dolphins. Well, I, Dolphins heard, played against the I fucking... heard things about the Dolphins. That means you know they did really well. Well, that's because they beat stuff. the Patriots. Uh, but more importantly, what ended up happening was somebody after their tailgate stuck their grill underneath their car. <laughs> so why we can never just take the win, Come man. Come on, no. Florida. <laughs> no, this is Florida in a nutshell. Uh, somebody stuck their grill underneath their vehicle mm-hmm. and halfway through the game, the parking lot is just filled with police officers and there was a three alarm <laughs> fire. Oh, okay. Uh, Car explodes. They didn't turn the grill off. Did not turn the grill off. Car okay. <laughs> catches the gas tank. Car explodes. Wow. Incinerating 11 other cars wow. next to it. <laughs> so, you know, just a, a small chunk of the parking lot was was completely on fire. Much like the Dolphins offense yesterday. <laughs> hey, man. On fire. Yeah, when. Tua played, played some good football, you know. He played, he played good enough to win. He played uh, some good football. Really nice having Tyreek Hill there. I'll, you know, I'll say that much. Let me, uh, let me find that stat line for you, actually. What? I did see one I play. I want the Dolphins to be good. I don't know why. Because I'm nobody a... likes the... Nobody likes the Patriots? Oh, yeah, I'm a Jets Giants. <laughs> I guess because I know the Jets are going to suck. Jets are going to suck. The Bills are incredible. The Patriots are going to be mediocre. So, yeah, it'll be the Dolphins and the Bills. Come on, man. Come on. I, I mean, the Bills are going to run away with that I like division. The Bills. Yeah, They're so good. The this Bills is, are so this is like good. A, so good. This is like an Alex Smith plus type of stat line. 23 for 33, yeah. 270 yards and a touchdown. No, that's better than Alex Smith. Yeah, because Alex Smith yeah. throws a pick in there somewhere. Well, he he also just doesn't throw 270. <laughs> he throws like 190. Yeah. Mitch, like Alex Smith plus. Mitch Trubisky put up an Alex Smith stat line. Oh. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, me but I would, it. I I would guess you. it's somewhere... Off the top of my head, I bet it's somewhere in the neighborhood of like 13 for 18, 165 yards, one touchdown, yep. and a game-winning drive in OT. Wow. It was actually better than that. Okay. 21 for 38, 194, and a touchdown. I don't know that that's better, to be honest. I mean, I can't it is. Uh, I it saying, is I can't. There's no picks, you know? It's a clean. I knew he didn't throw any picks. It was a clean game. It was a well-managed game. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe they decided to throw the ball 38 times. Well, they had no choice. They went to overtime. Uh, you know, those, those wow. last three possessions. In, they had three possessions in overtime. I will say it's not a good sign when Claypool has the most rushing yards for your team. Well, <laughs> he broke one true. off for like 30, though. He yeah. had six carries for 36 yards. Yeah, That's and Najee it. got but hurt. But it was like one, yeah. and Najee got hurt at the end of the game. Uh, which right, he didn't get hurt in the before during the game. No, but like when your off uh, when your offense stalls, you're not going to just like start feeding your running back. Mm-hmm. No, it was like what do you want him to do? What 
Whenever it's what second and ten every single time. I thought that uh, real real hell on earth for you Steelers fans was just going to be, they go to overtime, he misses the extra point, and you look at me and you go, why don't you use your powers for good, man? Yeah, it was <laughs> such a waste of a low-variance thing. Like, they could have just not scored the touchdown. God, the defense looks so good. And then the second walk gets uh, injured, they had, they had like three plays uh, left in regulation after walk got injured. No pressure on Burrow whatsoever. Yeah. Just easy, easy touchdown. We're going to take this thing into OT. Oh. Well, I mean, it should have just been game ender right there. What a terrifying game that was for, for Steelers. A lot of I was losing my mind. I enjoyed watching Brian fucking flip the <laughs> fuck out while I was we're, dealing the whole time. We're running the academy. I'm doing graphics. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to pay attention to the table a little bit, mostly to the game. Sorry, Burke. Uh, <laughs> I'm just losing my mind. Like, they had, it was the most aggravating game. Because it was just like their defense was playing so well, and the offense just couldn't score. I know I've turned like, the corner in my fandom where my expectations are so tempered that I gained no pleasure out of yesterday at all. No, me either. But in years past, I would have been—I would have been in your shoes. You were at least flipping out. Yeah, I was. I was as calm as could be. That game was lost. As far as I was, it was, it was a free roll into the second half because the defense was playing so good. And then whenever the Bengals closed the gap and effectively took the, the game tying score, which should have been the game winning score. It was just like, yep, that's what's going to be yeah. this season. You just can't have it all, man. You when can't you have, have a top three defense. When you have five turnovers, when you have five turnovers, it's supposed to be a nice, five. easy game where you just blow the team out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead, we Not going to happen. Like, and yeah, I mean, the it, offense, literally it, at the last possible second, that could possibly be in football. It, it's, it's very bad that the offense is so inept because we have one of the best young running backs and we have easily the best young wide receiving core in the entire NFL. I mean, we have three guys that easily could be a one on most other teams. Maybe that's exaggerating a bit. Maybe Claypool's not a one elsewhere uh, and Pickens isn't yet proven. Right. But it stands yeah. to reason like he'll mature into likely a one. Uh, Deontay Johnson's obviously a one and Claypool has all of the physicality to potentially be a one. Yeah. These guys are good. They're young. Fryermuth is a great young tight end. Uh, Najee, obviously, coming out of the backfield, can catch. He can run. He's a huge weapon. But we have no line and nobody behind uh, the center that is going to be able to put up 300 yards a game. Right. So it's just like we're somehow, some way, this team needs to transition back into like early 90s smash mouth football. Like, you know, we need Najee to turn into the bus. Uh, somehow these young guys on the offensive line need to just turn into to movers and shakers. Mm -hmm. I, I don't remember the last time I couldn't name offensive linemen for the Steelers. That's when you know it's I, bad, yeah. I can't remember the last time I couldn't tell you who their center was, right? It was Dermotti Dawson and then Jeff Saturday for like two seasons and then we had Pouncey for 12 yeah. or 10 or whatever. Saturday was a uh, center? Yeah, he, he bridged the gap between, uh, between the two. He's from Catanic. Really? A little known Shout fact. Shout out to uh, Armstrong County, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> there's a chance that I'm confusing Jeff Center or uh, Jeff Saturday for some other prominent center. I'm, I'm that's almost been, certain you are. It's, it's possible. Okay. But whatever, whoever it was uh, filled the we, gap we get, between the two, yeah, and he's from Catanning. Right. So if it's not, or maybe it's from Fort City, either way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Jeff Saturday, but if it's not, whatever, yeah. it was somebody else. Anyhow, uh, this is like our third center since Pouncey retired last year. So they're obviously struggling at that position. Uh, you know, left tackle has been a nightmare. Um, so I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. We, we got super hyped because they did a little bit of moving and shaking in the free agency market this year. But it was mostly on the defensive side of the ball and then at quarterback, mm. which the D looked fucking great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's going to look like without, without TJ for the rest of the season. Not as good. I mean, rest, rest of the season? TJ and Minka is so fucking good. Mika had a career game yesterday. Bro, His first of all, the refs cheat, man. They're cheating so hard for the Bengals. <laughs> like, Mika just absolutely ends the game, right? Just lays somebody out, causes an interception. Unnecessary roughness. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Then the very next play, uh, Burroughs throws down the middle. I, I can't remember to which receiver. It might have been Boyd. And Mika just lays him out in the end zone and then turns to the ref and goes, is that necessary? <laughs> <laughs> he's out for the season great. he's really so uh, not sure it's a it's it's ex expected to be a torn peck 
Um, we don't know the extent yeah, of the injury. The extent and how is, bad it is basically if it's if it's a minor tear that doesn't require surgery, probably four to six weeks. If it's uh, a major tear that requires surgery, very likely four to what six. What do months. you like? What do you do in these spots? Like when you're injured and you're on IR for four to six weeks, like you can't work out as hard. No, you can still you, do something. Yeah, I'm sure some sort of rehab. I'm sure they have rehab programs mm -hmm. that they have to go through. Well, also like there's always some part of your body that's not hurt right <clears throat> like when i tore my acl i was in the gym every day i was just in a brace and doing upper body mm -hmm. <coughs> um so yeah if he tore Keep his pack, legs fresh yeah he tore his pack he'll probably be doing like a lot of a lot of bike work a lot of power work a lot of sprints a lot of keeping your shit right yeah. you know i don't know feels like with the pack you know you lose a lot it's like you, yeah you know what i mean well especially when you're a pass rusher yeah yeah i don't know man fuck uh i i Came into the NFL season without much hope, hmm. and it almost saddens me to walk out of week one with a little bit more. Wait, you're trying to tell me you have hope after that game? Yeah. False hope, but hope. False hope, sure. <laughs> uh, hope is normally false. Also, the, the AFC West looked worse than I expected. I thought that they were mm -hmm. going to be just an absolute powerhouse of a division. AFC West, Chargers. Chiefs. Chargers looked good. Uh, Chargers Kansas City Chargers looked good, good as expected, but the Raiders did not impress at all. Uh, Raiders played the Chargers. Chargers, yeah. They yeah, almost man, won. The Chargers are really fucking good. They didn't almost good. win. What? They didn't almost win. Yes, they did. 24-19. Yeah. yeah, they came back. Yeah, they came back. It was... Um, they had a chance to win the game. I definitely think that the car um, Adams hookup is going to be pretty fucking good. And yeah. uh, Aaron Rodgers is fucking kicking himself right now. They look bad. All he had to do, just push a little bit more to keep mm. him. I don't know, man. You're talking about a guy going for way more money in a city that he grew up rooting for with a quarterback that he went to college with. It's a pretty big connection. It's a, it's a trifecta. Uh, you know, it's a perfect true. storm. Yeah. That is true. Like, but that's why, that's why Green Bay should have thrown everything at him. Maybe, but they only have Rodgers for one more season. They're going to be in a rebuild. Uh, How old is Rodgers? Old. Old. He's already... Oh, no, that was Brady. Brady announced that he's officially retiring after Rogers, the season. Rodgers, what? Rodgers might be 38? Uh, oh, man. 37, 38. I thought he came in the league before. For Ben, I'll tell you right now. But maybe not. All I'll say is, is but yeah, Brady, he's in that thirty-eight to forty range. If Brady wins again, he's if like if he's Brady not wins, retirement. He's this, not going to retire, right? bro. This is such like saving face. People, I hate people who are good at what they do that do this shit. He's about right? to be thirty-nine. Okay. So Brady obviously is the goat. He's he's just doing this again. Setting himself up for if things go wrong, you know, we already started the <laughs> retirement tour. Uh, you know, he could shop himself around, maybe be an owner, like whatever. Also, I, I don't know like what the end all be all was uh, of all this, but there was like a lot of, uh, I think a lot is starting to come out that he was like colluding with the Dolphins and yeah. other teams whenever uh, he, was, he was leaving New England. He was trying to be an owner player. Yeah, 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 player owner. What is that? What is like? What do you mean by that? It was the that? Dolphins that offered him that deal. Correct. I don't I know how. How? Um, but it's against the league much rules. Much of it is his. He was trying right. to have a like right, they got punished so, for it. Yeah, but I I don't think he's at at, at fault, right? Because they offered it to him. It's not yeah, I guess. I kind of think this works. was something that was offered like years ago, yeah. and then it's like getting to the end of his career. He's like the uh, owner of the Dolphins, like okay, Tom. It's time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that that's probably what did he? Too. He wanted to be a player owner, and yeah. you're not allowed to be an owner and player at the same no, time. No, you're not allowed no, to collude about it by right um, before that. Before um, it's time. Yeah, they're kind of like saying, "Hey, come to agent. our team, and, and we'll give you a share of the franchise." It's oh, like recruiting in college. They yeah. can do that. Okay. <clears throat> hmm. But yeah, I mean, he's. Uh, I think he's. Uh, I think he's setting everybody up. I don't think he's gonna pull the Elway. Where oh. he goes out on top. Bucks made the uh, se like semis last year, right? Mm, I th think so. They, I think lost they lost to the Niners. The Niners. Yeah. And then the Niners lost to the Rams. Yeah, I okay. think that's right. And then Tom Brady was like, you know what? I want to play some more football. Well, no, he, he said retired. He, well, he said he retired, and then he wanted to. Say he came back to play some more yeah. football. Yeah. Okay. Which he'll just continue to do. It seems as until as he doesn't want wants him to retire. Very, very oh, I, I heard they Apparently have. they're on the outs. Yeah, they're, that's what they're I'm saying. Not. I think that's why, because he came back. Like, she's like, all right, enough with this, this football bullshit. You have a family to take care <laughs> of, right? Like, you have you've did everything you possibly can do. You've accomplished everything you could possibly accomplish in this game. Move on. 
I want my husband back, right? Man. And he's they like, just, they just don't okay, understand. honey, I'll retire. <laughs> and then like a week later, he's like, fuck that, I'm not retiring. I'm still good. They don't understand. Are you the inside source, Brian? Yes, of course. <laughs> I'm page six. <laughs> Housewives of the NFL, LeMan is in on it. That's right. <laughs> um... Moving into a little bit of poker talk, uh, we are set to launch season eight of Poker Out Loud this week. Actually, today. Wait, set? It's out, baby. Yeah, it's out. Uh, so, for anybody who is a member of Salt for YTV, you can go ahead and check out episode one. Uh, the first half lineup is a doozy. It's myself, Christian Landon from the Salt for Y side. And then we have the one and only Kevin Rabichow, who's uh, just launched a new course for Run It Once today. Um, I saw that I got that in my email box earlier this afternoon. Uh, so it's K-Rab, it's Shuan Lu, who's been recently beating up the LA uh, stream games, uh, Ginge Poker, and Michael Acevedo. Uh, so a lot of talent at this table. Uh, we play 510, no limit. Uh, I can't remember if we capped it or not. I feel like we played deeper this season. Uh, I want to say we... Like, option of 2K was on. Yeah, that's what I think. I, Tune I, in and find sure. out. We definitely have some interesting hands. I played I played one against Schwan where I literally just said, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here, and then jammed. Because uh, if you don't know, you know. Always choose the aggressive option, yeah. right? Yeah, go for it. Schwan's um, a face player, you know? Yeah. Just look at your face and then, yeah, yeah. like, four about you, maybe. Yeah, I get it. Um, so, yeah, go ahead and check that out. Uh, we have a little bit of a tease. This is probably a theoretical fold, but we're not gonna play that tight in no rake environments. Just trying to find reasons to deviate, so I'm not gonna elaborate too much on this call. I was gonna talk myself out of it, but you know what? Let's welcome the rook to the big leagues. So in theory, this hand's gonna play as a pure fold, but in practice, um, we're gonna get in the mix here. Uh, you would have to pry these cards from my dead cold hands. If you were to pick a flop that did not give us an actual quote-unquote value hand, but give us hope, this is the one. I do not have a club, which I remembered, but I was just looking for balance. Just kidding. I forgot. Let's go, Conrad! A little green bird in the future for you. I uh, suppose I could throw in some four-bet mixes, but just not really all that interested. So you can see there were a couple other faces that I didn't name there. Jay Nandez, Thalo Poker. They'll be joining us in the second half of the season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so be sure to check that out as well. Yeah. A uh, lot of fun stuff going on. We got in the mix yesterday. Well, by we, I mean some of us. Connie won a tournament while dealing <laughs> the academy yesterday. Actually, actually, I won two tournaments this week while dealing. Mm -hmm. uh, well, that just means we don't have to pay you. No, late. obviously I needed the payment to get in the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So now we take it back. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. It's 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 uh. There's no there's no Conrad, Indian giving. You got to sign a contract. It, it <laughs> yeah. sounds like we staked him. Where's my right? lawyer? Basically. It's, yeah. So lawyer. Chin, can you please call in? I need you. You're the hood lawyer. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. So basically, the way it works is you get a two hundred dollar base rate. And uh, the ability to play tournaments while on the clock. Uh, and whichever one is greater is the one that you keep. So since the tournament score of 3,200 outweighs the $200 base rate, we're going we're gonna to need that back. <laughs> but I won two tournaments for 3,200 while dealing. Then we're going to need both 200s back. <laughs> uh, feel free to send that to uh, the In tortoise's PayPal. All right. It uh, is gone. That, that is the, <laughs> the tortoise at PayPal.com. Do you know how many buy-ins there were this weekend? Uh, it was not 6,400. <laughs> it can make it 6,400. It was like a good 7,500. You were working the whole day. Nah, Landon and I got to play one event yesterday. Oh, I played them all. We, I, I, we definitely played an event yesterday, yeah. Wait, you guys were <laughs> home all day yesterday. Well, after the academy. I, I was at the academy. You was at the academy. I did my commentary and Til then I eight. came back at like three. Wait, I max late registered the high roller 3200 bracelet event on WSOP. Uh, then young Landon, also max reg, got seated immediately to my right. <laughs> I wrecked his face. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I got cooled off by the Giga Whale at the table who only played limp. 
Well, when he opens, he always has it. Yeah, you did raise over his open. Well, I jammed Jax over his cutoff open. For 20. For 20. Um, but also, he opened 2.5x, and he had opened once prior to 5x. So I just assumed that maybe he was trying to sneak one through. Well, <laughs> he just has worse pairs. Yeah, maybe it was like, you know, the ace-queen-ish. Or just or nines. Or the, the nines, you know, because nines are scary. Yeah. Yeah. Nines are scary. Yeah. That's definitely a 5x. So unlucky, he they, had queens. They sent scammed me to the you, rail. and then uh, they, I bubbled it. Stone bubbled it. I mean, it was a small min cash, but I didn't, I didn't want to lose. Yeah, so uh, the, <laughs> the fun conversation was we're like 60 people out of the money. Fun conversation. Uh, and I melt Landon's face off with ace four off. He doesn't do anything like that. And he goes, bro, that's a full pre. And I go, it is. actually, it's a pure call. It and is he goes, it's a not. Pre. Well, in what, in what scenario? The scenario that For you're chips, in. it's pure. It's a pure call. Does nothing else. For chips. For what it's worth in the hood, it's a pure call as well. Also, on the streets, it's a pure call pure as call, well. Right. So, so now we need like some mitigating factors to make it a non-call. It's like, well, are we scared of Landon? Okay, maybe. Maybe we're a little scared of Landon. No. So we might, we might not call for that reason. Uh, I wasn't expecting to get the, bro, we're only 60 away from the money conversation. <laughs> well, we weren't 60. <laughs> There's 66, le like 66 left, like 36 pays with 30 off the money. Yeah, so 30 off the money in a in a 125 man field. Hey man, uh, he's hitting me with a uh, with ICM. That's a pure fold, and I'm just like, what ICM? Min cash <laughs> is a quarter of a buy-in. Yeah, we're close, you know. So he's he's just okay. So the conversation goes fucking <laughs> fucking scam, Landon. Few had naked ace of hearts, king ten of diamonds, which was two pair, Landon. And then Berkey says, I learned it by watching you. And Landon <laughs> says, eh, you probably check. Berkey, what do you mean? And then I said, he soul read you. And Landon <laughs> says, there's nothing to soul read. <laughs> and then um, blah, blah, blah goes on. Berkey says, uh, Landon goes, by the way, three bet pre or fold? Berkey, fuck your charts. <laughs> <laughs> you play your game, I'll play mine. That's, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> So the whole thing I'm trying to arrive at here is uh, obviously, in my opinion, there isn't any ICM 30 out of the money in 125 man field where min cashing is literally less than a buy-in. And Landon is beating me over the head with it because he's mad. But then we get to the. I mean, <laughs> we get to the it was just bubble. that you. I think it was more the fact that you said I learned this from him, but he would never have taught at any point any of that. Uh, no, he would have buffed that hand on the river. His revision is probably good. But you said, eh, probably check. I mean, then I realized it's... You can't it, check. You beat very few things, but you have equity. Like, you I beat, don't. like, the queen jack of diamonds, where I have, like, pair plus open-ended. No, you, no, like, you lose. lose. straight. You lose, you lose. It's a one-liner. No, you're probably, probably good. I mean, if you're going to be there <laughs> with the ace of hearts... So definitely the, it's definitely the bluff. I'm, I'm confident in that. It, it doesn't exist, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the limit, yeah, the limit does mean, not exist. Yeah. How, how could we ever get to the river with the naked ace of hearts on a, on a King Jack 10 it's 3 true. heartboard? How can you? It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. How do we do it? Yeah. Uh, it's I, not about ace four. It's you would bluff with the ace of hearts is the point. Honestly, I might make a mistake and check because you like river top pair, you beat some stuff, but you probably just are supposed to bluff because when I call turn after back call, I don't have many like one pair hands. Uh, Right, obviously, and also you're like pair. defending the small blind, so your range is insanely narrowed anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would have missed that one. Oh, good, you know. Good job. Yeah. Good so job, it, it is what it is. Uh, I, hey, that was a tip of the cap to the young man. I in the past would not have found that bluff. It was like I probably wouldn't have found it either. You know what? <laughs> I don't think I would have either. This aggro young twenty-something with his T levels booming out of the roof taught me that when in doubt jam it in the middle so i 3x potted i didn't think i don't think i taught you that you probably did that before you know? i probably did but now i do it with a purpose my yeah. only note on berkey was limped under the gun plus two at seven five of <laughs> yeah. and, and i said well you can't raise it yeah you gotta keep him guessing you know it seemed reasonable to yeah, me yeah that was great when you just put in the chat that you gave also berkey she had me rock. tagged as yeah. a rock i did that was obviously <laughs> a ironic tag though oh right right we use we use ironic tags yeah. i'm sure you remember the irony <laughs> yes because we played a little bit last year during the series that was way longer ago than that 
Was two it? years ago? Two and a half years ago? Oh, that was like last year. You've lived at our house for longer than a year. Yeah. And there was a series last year. Right, but like when we played was whenever you played against Landon and got heads up. No. Yeah. I meant the series after that, when I lived there. In Tahoe? Yeah, I don't think Is that we... when we went to Tahoe? There was something else. There was something else. Maybe it was a circuit or something. A circuit event? Oh, maybe. Like you satellite There was something that we were playing. I kept getting seated with you. Yeah. I, I rock tagged you. Mm. As you did. We saw it. We saw the graphic. Oh, I definitely saw the graphic. Yeah, we saw uh, it. People, keep, people need to bring back the tags that they have on people, you know? Like when people win tournaments at WSOP, like they'll like blur out the tags that they have I on know. people. Bring when back I the tags. That it's one, a drama. I had all the tags on and I, yeah. I got some backlash. Yeah. my tagging <laughs> your tagging skills yeah i'm yeah. not a, i'm not a big tagger i started using colors when i started streaming because yeah. uh me neither apparently everybody takes criticism or opinions to heart uh and this is what started the whole guru feud uh feud so it was like wow, i don't know who this fucking guy ago. is wow that was such a long time ago now yeah i didn't like know who he was um i was just like oh this doesn't look great what was the hand it was like sevens or something I three bet sevens. It was a weird spot. Whatever. Oh it's, man, it, I'd love not. to go back and let, go. It out. was nine eight of some nine eight suited. He, he opened nine eight suited off a sixteen. From like I the had like, or something. Yeah, and I had like thirty. I was second or third in chips, and Huni had me covered in the small blind, mm. uh, and I had sevens on the button. Okay. So I planned the three bet call off versus him, yeah. and three bet fold versus Huni. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody was just saying like, you know, this my is like everybody in the money, right? Yeah, it's like Rob 15 left. And then the hand played out. Yeah, yeah, so I three bet to like five and he calls. With eight, nine suited? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. That was exactly what I said. I was like, this guy's probably a wreck. Out of, out of position, you probably play a jammer fold. Yeah, of course. Because like you want to realize more when you're that short. Yeah, yeah. Um, and playing out that of position. That was also kind of before, like, I feel like it was very common for people to do that small three bet sizing when you're like shallower. Was or was not? Was not as common. Oh, maybe. Uh... Yeah, maybe it was just maybe hanging around Landon, but like I've always kind of been hyper aware of that. But I also over three bet and over aggress, <laughs> so I'm always looking for we ways. Have, we gotta have I, I like mean, a throwback to a Thursday or something. Yeah, like I, back at the spot, run a sim. I've been it. like hyper aware of this since like Mormon in 2007, where yeah. if you raised, you got three bet for the dead minimum always. It was really? just like, okay, let's see how many bets we can put in pre before it actually equals one significant size. Yeah, sometimes people get things right, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because like, why would you want to put in more? Put in as middle, as little as possible to get everyone else. To keep it wide, baby. Yeah. Keep it wide. That's what I'm saying. But you got to keep it tight when you're dancing. <laughs> well, <Wow. laughs> <laughs> poker and dancing Sometimes two different you things. Sometimes you got to keep know? it tight when you're dancing. That's why I have you knit tagged because because of, of your dancing. Yeah, <laughs> keep well, it tight. That's right. I, I'm very tight and selective <laughs> until with, the beat with until the dancing. beat drops and you have to open up with the wing with the wingspan. Well, get out of the way now. I have a, <laughs> get out of the way. I have a three foot halo that you're <laughs> yeah. not allowed to to be a part of. <laughs> wow, it's like it's like in NFL, like when you're punt receiving. You know, you have that three foot halo rule. Yeah, yeah, you got to stay out of my way. Did you see the uh, you see what the Bears did when they won? No, that was really really fun. Uh, so like they won, uh, Neil like gave the ball to the ref and just did like a like a slide because it was so wet. Like, they just all ran to the end zone, just like slid, <laughs> like penguins. Like great. penguins? Yeah. Like on their stomachs? Yeah, yeah. The, the classic stomach slide. Like a really slip good. and slide. Yeah. Guapo's posted his notes on me in the, <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> he said, likes to take pics of his poo, pickleball bad reg, has bloody sheets cleaned by Consuela. <laughs> Used my Ginge Poker Academy password to improve his game. <laughs> you had to up that GPA. Oh no, I've been outed. Oh, very man. brutal. Fuck. Very brutal. Yeah, we put gotcha. the bloody sheets in there and everything. <laughs> that was fucked up. So, moral of the story was neither of us won this tournament. No, uh, I. Uh, Landon I actually stone bubbled. <laughs> uh, as as uh, as is. Only fitting for the person it, I really wanted to. It's cast super through. funny too, because like it got to the bubble and it's such a it, scam. It dawned He's on just us that they're yelling paying, in the kitchen. Well, it also dawned on us that they're now paying thirty percent of the field, and min cash is like twenty six hundred for a thirty two hundred dollar buy. <laughs> wow! So Landon has like seven blinds or so. He's next to last in chips or third, seven. Third I had to three. Well, you uh, ended, at one point I had seven. At yeah. one point you had seven. So he has like seven blinds. He's like next to last or whatever, and he's just like, we're on the stove bubble, but like you know. 
min caching isn't even a buy-in so like you know whatever whatever right <laughs> and i'm like yeah yeah like that's the right attitude find your spot young man like be a g no what does he do he blinds himself down to 800 chips oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was so painful because like i <clears throat> i did the math wrong and thought that the person that was going to be shorter than me was gonna be all in from the blind and just like i would have slightly less so he'd have to go all in first yeah. where yeah. I wouldn't have to. Find a uh, satellite or? No, no, so not a satellite. It sounds like a satellite. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds I like forgot. it has a 10x min cache yeah. or something. It doesn't. Uh, yeah, I, just, I. No, I just forgot that uh, when you play online and you pay a small blind, you also pay the ante as well. Yes, you do. Where live, you don't, right? Because yeah. it's the big blind ante. So I miscalculated who goes all in first when give, when the opportunity arises. And it was me by one hand. So I had to win it all in, Ooh. which I didn't. And uh, were there uh, were there any somewhat close spots you passed on? Yeah, I think it gets to a point when Aces. when you're short enough. <laughs> <laughs> when you're short enough, it wasn't enough, me playing. Yeah, I might have I might have tortoise too. I definitely tortoise too hard. Where I, I think with like seven bigs in that spot, you're probably should be looking to be quite aggressive with the small cat. Ninth place. Yeah. Ninth like, place. Look, okay, so what did it pay? Thirty three. 32? It paid 36. Okay, so it paid 36 spots, and min caching was like 2,600. Yeah. Ninth place was exactly two buy-ins, 6,400. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, like, if you're not playing to win now, <laughs> I'm not sure when we ramp it up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, WSOP, I, they just recently changed their payout structure, um, where it looks like they're paying more people and flatter So sometimes it's the structure. byproduct of their payout table. Like the way that they have to do it with the software, mm -hmm. I think, is that they create intervals. And if you find yourself on a fringe, uh, the payout could be like skewed very top heavy or it could be skewed very flat, depending on like which fringe you fall on. Mm. So this happened whenever I was in PA for their inaugural WSOP launch in the main event. They were one player away from the structure being insanely flat, right? So like if they get this one final player to to it buy in it, over to the next it goes from yeah. being like 12 percent of the field that's paid to like 28 or 30 percent of the field Jesus. that's paid Sick. um yeah because you know that 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 next interval or whatever mm -hmm. is supposed to right. cover right, a yeah. wide array uh so i i think that it's just still they don't have uh like 888 is just inferior software yeah um <clears throat> And they're just still kind of behind the eight ball with that type of shit. Yeah, it definitely made Max late registering. Not that I knew that the payout structure was going to be what it was, but retroactively seeing what the payout structure was and the Max late registering, it was a really great spot to Max late register because mm -hmm. when you enter, you're already that close that to getting close. Yeah. There's, There's a, a lot of already. tournaments like that. There was there. like 68 left right. when you entered. No, yeah, exactly. way, way more. There's like 70. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. 70 left, 36 paid. Yeah, it was right after, it was right before that you guys were talking about We played for almost an hour. No, I literally registered with the last minute. I was, I I know that. I'm saying you and I played at the same table for almost an hour. Yeah, yeah. Right, so we didn't lose eight people There was no more than 75 because I was looking at it and then I was looking to see if I had 3,200 in my account. Sure. Like, I'm telling you right now. He's trying to find a way in, yeah. There was no... You know he entered every $55 flip and go. Only one of them ran. Yeah, or two of them. Really? Only yeah. one I, I entered them all, and I looked at my account, and I got a bunch of refunds. Yeah. Wow. Very sad. I entered, yeah. uh, Those are fun, though. Those are so fun. Have, have you, you guys ever won one? one? Brian I, has. I won one I, for won the, the most event. important yeah. one. Solve for Brian. I won a lot of them. I got second right. for a 5K, and I got... Does second doesn't count in a flip and go. No, no, no. I'm saying I won a lot of them in general, but I got second in a 5K also, and a second in a... Uh, two point something. You get How do you know that you get second? Because I fucking this He's top of my it. screen and I just sweat it. Why? <laughs> because it's fun. It's fun, it's yeah. fun as fuck. What's wrong with you? It's, that's my idea. My of best, hell. I think it's been like, uh, like two away. <laughs> maybe, maybe I got seventh or something. That is hell. Why? What? You <laughs> watch you all in. You just, you know, you, you sweat. You just get to watch the variants, and you can't do anything about it. This, this is, this is absolute torture to the human brain. Yeah, that's why it's great. That sounds honestly. That sounds like me rewatching the final play of regulation between the Steelers and the Bengals over and yeah. over and over and over again, <laughs> no, I expecting the it. result to change. Well, that's, that's a lot I stopped of, I mean, watching it because I'm because 
actually a tip from Brian because he wasn't watching when he won it. So uh, he was blacked yeah. out drunk yeah, when he so won. I stopped watching. <laughs> I, I had no idea. I like I forgot that I registered for it. Like I just registered that like the so day before, fun. and then it was it was a Fourth of July. Video. So I was just like, "We're at your house, Burke," and I was just drinking. And, and Kev Math tweeted out, uh, "Solve for Bry won the 10K main event seat. Yeah. This was going to be the first first main event Lamanna had missed." Out? He, we, I didn't even realize that was his screen name. Uh, so I just kind of like said something at the 4th of July party. I was just like, hey, did you see this guy solve for bride? Who has that name? And LaManna like perked up. He's like, that's me. I'm like, you want a 10K main event to you? Yeah, yeah. just like running around the house. That's, that's amazing. Awesome. Oh, man. I wish you had some footage. Called his parents. This would have been yeah. some good footage. Some great content. Yeah. He cashed. Yeah. Like, he's literally yeah. the first one he was going to miss in how many years? A since, decade plus. Since 2008. Yeah. yeah. Wow, sick. He cashed Destiny. folded queens on the bubble off of seven blinds. Tortoise. That a boy. Mm -hmm. Yep. It was right, too. Well, <laughs> it worked. That's what I mean. That's why it was right. right. That's how it's I right. had the best hand, but it was right. <laughs> I mean, how much did you pay for the, the flip and go? Know, like 80 bucks or something. Okay, like so, yeah, yeah you yeah. want that ROI. Yeah, you want to turn the $80 <laughs> yeah. into 15000 Yeah, right, the solver right. doesn't know about uh, life, life money equity. Right. Yeah. The solver doesn't know exactly. about money. Right. Exactly. It knows about rebuying. Yeah. <laughs> and you have all of yourself and yeah. you're in for $80. Cashing's pretty important. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. tortoise. A lot more than when you're in for 3200 and cashing only 26. Yes. <laughs> it's still important, man. It's real. It's meaningful. It is. Well, but... cashing for a percentage of the 26. Right. Right. Yeah. That's true. Tough game. <laughs> Speaking of tough games, uh, the Triton 200K coin. Flex? Coin rivet. Coin rivet. Oh yeah, coin flex is the scam. Coin flex is the scam. 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 Dog's rug. Dog's rug. Dog's rug. Dog's rug. Two hundred K coin rivet invitational wrapping up today. We got down to the final table. Why don't you do us the honors here, Landon? You have better eyes than me. This is very far away. So we have Fedor, Grafton. We have that's the Frenchman. Frenchman that's still in when we stopped watching. Frenchman. Uh, Tom Vogel sang. We have the Israeli fella on the right. Get his name. But <laughs> he had some. He he double check raised Linus in his spot, Ooh, which is pretty fun. Okay. Uh, Linus is in there. Uh, Ebony is up in uh, there. Alexis Seth Ponikovs. And then Alexis Ponikovs. That sounds like all of them. We and did it. Uh, just a side note: Linus is wearing Tom Vogel sang's shirt. <laughs> I know this for a fact because I saw tom wearing that the first time i saw him playing triton and i said i would love that shirt he's copying the style I want that shirt. Uh, another side note linus is on some type of limitless pill because his fucking eyes are out of this world did you see on this stream yeah yeah he, <laughs> he's a robot he's out of his mind you know, these eyes are just he just looks like he's fucking crazy he's, he's a robot riddle induced <laughs> so for anybody who's not paying attention uh so Twitter, we're going to give some spoilers. Actually, the stream might be caught up at this point, but the last we checked, it was four-handed. Is that Three. correct? Three-handed. Three okay. It was uh, Frenchman, uh, Grafton, and Linus. So the Frenchman is Carl Chappé-Guitin? Yes. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, we'll go with that. Grafton and Linus are now heads up. Oh, wow. Okay, so uh, Carl was actually chip-leading pretty much the entire way down. He yeah. was the last amateur who's left. Uh, he played a couple fun ones. He played a strange one versus Jungle Man. Uh, I think on the bubble mm. where jungle had like ace king of spades yeah. and he had deuces black and it was four hearts on the turn jungle bet third pot he check raised min jungle called and then the river was the king of hearts completing the five five hearts on board uh, Carl checked and jungle moved it in for pot and he went to the tank <laughs> with the uh, I played the board before finally letting it go um, so he, he had some gangster moves in him for sure. That, that check <laughs> min raise on the turn is spicy. And then jungle just peels with the no heart or maybe all the heart, <laughs> all the heart. Uh, which heart. is all equally spicy. But the big, the big story I think from this, um, obviously star studded final table with Fedor, Davies, uh, Linus, Grafton, etc. Uh, this is Grafton's biggest score. So that's a story. Um, 
playing heads up right now for five million ish. Five point five. Guaranteed three point something. I'm guessing. Yeah. Mm. It's a big heads up match. Let's go graft in. Just play the best in the world for two million. No biggie. <laughs> you know, doing what he's got to do. Um, but the biggest story, obviously, to come away from this is Ebony Kenny's uh, Cinderella run. Mm-hmm. She Amazing. showed up to Triton with the opportunity to play some of these high rollers. She cashed. Was it the 25k or the 50k? I think it was the 25k. 25K. She FT the 25k. Yeah. uh, The first one. That was the first event. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, So she cashed that for a little bit over 200,000. I know she also played the 75k and I assume she played the 50k as well. Uh, But she put together a pretty historic run here in this 200,000. The fifth largest cash by a woman ever. Wow. wow. 1.7 million. Wait, what's the largest? I don't know. Vanessa Selps probably. So would this have, if she had won this, it has, it, would it have been the largest, do you think? It, oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. For sure. Because uh, there's not that many 5 million. I imagine, so I know no, that. Not, um, in general. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know that when the Alpha 8 was still around, uh, I can't remember her name now, which is unfortunate. Kathy. Uh, She's a businesswoman. I oh, I remember about. watching that one, actually. Yeah, she won one of the Alpha 8s. So I imagine that's in yeah. the top five. She, she was wild. Um, she, she gets after it, man. <laughs> I remember watching that. For sure. There was some throwback on YouTube that I was watching. Yeah, I can't recall her last name. Um, I'll find it. She was like a blonde woman, right? Yeah, yeah, Kathy yeah. Len. Kathy yeah. Len, yes. Uh, she's a businesswoman who just absolutely mashes, loves to play high stakes. Yeah. yeah. Don't what know that she actually that plays. Lady? Okay, she so still plays. Dope. She, it looks like she got third. In the super high roller bowl for 1.8 million. Wow. And that's her biggest biggest cash. Vanessa, oh, wow. Sel- Vanessa Selps also has 1.8 um, as her biggest cash. Okay. Okay. So wow, she was wait, so close. Yeah, so 1. Ebony. 1.785 for. Yeah, yeah. Ebony might have been the like. Big, she was so close. She might have been a pay jump away from the <gasps> biggest, yeah. biggest cash wow. ever. Wow. Yeah, wow, how crazy is that though? That if, if 1.7 is fifth and like sub 2 million is somehow first. it's like a lot of like yeah 1.8 yeah. I mean to be fair there aren't very many tournaments where first place is going right. to be over 2 million yeah um and selps kind of got out of wow. poker prior to high rollers yeah, yeah. anything <laughs> it's legit a pay jump away from being the biggest one Damn. what's the biggest uh cuz i'm pretty sure the biggest is 1. Point, is 1. 1.8 right uh yeah it could be a net she won the WSOP Europe main mm-hmm. uh when she was 18 although was i sick. doubt that that was 2 million plus um, it could have been it might have been that was a you, it was, it's a net yeah you're right two million it's uh, two million on the dot one million euros it said it's two million in cash though what? yeah First that's was one back million. when euros used to be two, two to one, one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back when euros used to be two to one wow. so now i guess uh uh it's soccer now yeah <laughs> who, would, who would win it right if it's a million euros that cash is clearly it, she got in value got, right she got yeah but you do it for she, euros at that time yeah exactly she was able to exchange it for two million real dollars. Right, because the best live cash says two billion dollars. Yeah. So it's yeah, yeah. two million. Hopefully she just bought Bitcoin with it. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> wow. Maybe that's where she's at. She's just sitting on a an island. I would love to hear from Ebony how uh it was it has to be very intimidating going into that field and maybe i mean your, jumping, oh, jumping off with the final table right away has to ease that that pressure a lot yeah but even just oh, like wow. going into the first event like yeah. that's a very intimidating field yeah yeah that i wow. agree with for sure like wow. even though you're only playing one tenth the buy-in you're still playing the exact yeah. same field and it's just sort of you have to you definitely have to keep your wits about you we missed a uh we missed one Annie Duke. Annie Duke for yeah. two million. It was the tournament of champions. Right? Tournament of champions. Right. Yeah. 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 That that's that's kind of that's weird though because that was just a free roll. Was it? Yeah. It was. Uh, it was a <laughs> wow. it was a made for TV event. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Not not disqualifying sure, it sure, as, sure. as a score, but oh, Liv got a first for one point seven EPT. So there's a lot. That of was her first. 1. That was her first 7-ish. tournament win ever. Also. Wow, it seems like first place for things was uh, a lot more back in like 2010. <laughs> yeah, than, uh, was popping, no. man. Yeah, it sounds like it was popping. She was. Uh, Liv was talking about that tournament on uh, the two most recent podcasts she did with Tim Ferriss and Lex Friedman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she told the story on both of them where she said she had this like out of body experience as they were doing the shuffle up and deal on day one, where she just like heard this voice 
that she said like basically was reminiscent of her own voice yeah that just said you're gonna win this what thing. the heck yeah. really what? yeah that's so creepy Yo, yeah so it was like a six-day event so like to hear that on day one she said like you know going uh it was either like late day one or early day two she like got crippled and was short stacked and was just like oh well this this is idiotic like this thing doesn't know what the hell it's talking about right yeah. six days later she's just oh my god that's the cup. so weird that's just w's yeah Magic. That, that sh seems strange coming from her because she's so I scientific. Know, right? and that's, that's the coolest I, that's, part. That's what, yeah, that's yeah. why it's probably like... She told two stories of, of like this medical, uh, meta metaphysical type of uh, experience. The other one was uh, she was losing her hearing in her right ear and uh, her doctor diagnosed her with this disease. I can't recall what the name of it was. Tinnitus? Uh, maybe no that's the buzzing or that's that beep, the ringing the yeah ringing, that's yeah. the ear ringing yeah but that might have been it she said she was like hypersensitive to to uh like deeper tones like males males voices she said she like literally couldn't even stand to hear a man talk because yeah. relatable <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh basically the outcome of this disease was that you ultimately lose your hearing and oh. so it was, it's a degenerate disease and she was diagnosed and like thought that that was just it. And she said she found herself at Burning Man uh, and she was like retelling the story or whatever, saying that, you know, obviously she was in the Burning Man environment. So mm -hmm. things had been consumed or whatever. Yeah, some psychedelics and, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this, um, <laughs> this woman who claimed to be a healer asked her if she could like take a look at it. Mm -hmm. And she said that, uh, you know, whatever, it's a free roll, go ahead. And this woman like starts sucking on her ear, like, like vacuuming, like, <laughs> and she said it was so unpleasant. She was trying to get her to stop. And the woman was like, no, trust oh me, God. like there's something there. I have to get it out. Ew, she sucked a clog out of her ear. No, no, it wasn't physical. It was like metaphysical. Oh. So like she continues sucking and then like, then like is on the ground, like twitching, like she's having a, uh, <laughs> uh, like some sort of attack. Oh my God. You know, like okay, some so sort of out of body experience from somebody like live. Does that make you believe in the, in the, no, she qualifies it exactly bit? the way that I hear it as a listener. So, uh, basically like the woman got chills and like stood up. It was like, I don't know what that was, but it was evil, but it's out of you now. Like well, now it's in, in a couple of weeks, oh, you should be it. fine. No, she spit it out. obviously. And, uh, yeah. and like hearing livery tell it, she obviously doesn't have explanations for it because it's yeah. anecdotal in nature. Like she right. really feels like she heard a voice and she ended up winning the tournament. Like it came to, it came to fruition. Right. And this woman really did this thing to her and claimed that in a couple of weeks it was going to go away. And it did. And Liv's explanation was like, look, I don't have any answers. Yeah. I recognize that uh, the placebo effect is very, very real in the human brain. Yeah. And like, even if it's real. just a placebo thing, that's fine. Like, I'm willing to accept it. Right, that's, yeah. it's gone now. That's kind of how yeah. I feel about all of this stuff is like, well, if I can con if I can somehow convince myself to like activate a placebo effect, then that's like fucking sick. Wow. It that's... also could just be a coincidence. Yeah, yeah, of which course. Is like, wow. people don't like realize how, ma how many things happen throughout the world <laughs> on I'm a given day, <laughs> a lot of scenarios. And then when one lines up and it's a coincidence, they're like, oh, there has to be a reason behind it. Right. No, That's the just... problem is that like as human beings, our brain gravitates towards black and white, mm -hmm. simple solutions. And yeah. like we want explanations for things. So mm -hmm. uh, we'll often leap to illogical ones in right. order to fulfill that. Wow. Um, it's just more fun. No, it's not. That, that's the thing, though. I don't think it is. <laughs> not I, more I think it's very dangerous. Yeah. Because, uh, like, I agree with you. Like, when you set yourself up in free roll scenarios where a, uh, a potential placebo effect could take place and it improves or optimizes your life in some sort of way, I think that that's great. Yeah. But the issue becomes whenever it becomes a, a way of life. And like I know a, so many people... when you start people, trying to sell it or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And honestly, like, even if you're trying to sell it, like, it's whatever because... I mean, sucking on strangers' ears is, like, not commonly accepted. No. It's not, yeah. but I just, I, I just know so many people in adulthood that I would qualify and I'm only qualifying it off of like how well I know them as like kind of lost Yeah. and they seek refuge in all this metaphysical stuff. Are you talking about me? No, you're not. You're not. <laughs> you're Jason. totally lost. You're yet. Jason. I'm lost yeah. to Jason. <laughs> you're lost to Jason. If you're still, I still have hope. If, if you... <laughs> If you haven't taken strides in the next four or five years, then oh, fuck. I'm going to okay, give up four, on you for I have, sure. I have four or five years. I can, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah we'll it's, be good it's, in four it's or five people years. that I knew in my 20s that are now in their 30s. Right. And like in my 20s, it was very clear that they didn't really have a way and there was things that were bothering them or, or demons that they were fighting, whatever the case may be. And now in my 30s, 
I see that they've sought refuge in like this medica- metaphysical yeah. world where it's like they're better for it, sort of. It's <clears throat> the lesser of two evils. Kind of. They like still haven't dealt with any of the root cause issues right. that were, were causing all of the hurdles in their lives yeah. to begin with. And now they're really foo-foo. Well, Nicole, so Nicole is my best friend who is like, uh, she's finishing school to be a therapist. But we talk about this a lot because there's a lot of life coaches like these sort of spiritual healers that will kind of try and uh claim that they can heal mental illness and all this stuff and she's like this is so unethical like i can't believe that this is like i would never take advice from these people and they're like selling a thousand dollars an hour to like heal mental like then it it definitely and people are desperate yeah like it's preying upon people prey upon people who like really want and they and they're like they just want someone to tell them like i can fix you yes right and like a a real therapist is never going to be like i can for sure fix you right so they go to the people who say that and they're full of shit right yeah, yeah. Um, These tournaments were fucking massive back in the day, man. It was 1.7 million. Still, this this <laughs> is started. how he does conversations. He doesn't listen. Well, he brings I, it back to whatever he's thinking about. No, no, no. I was full circling because I did listen to everything you're talking about. And I was just, I wanted to get this out then, but then it got derailed by the uh, metaphysical. Right, but we sucking. didn't finish our conversation. Now we just did. And now, no, you finished it for <laughs> us. <laughs> That's fine. Oh. It's fine. Let's talk about prize All right, pools. Go for it. Well, I was just looking at who else like has seven-figure scores from like the the women's side. Maria has two. Okay. I mean, this is, obviously it's less exciting now after the derailment. See, this is the thing: is that whenever you whenever you That's are going to take control of the conversation and Fuck, steer it in another direction, you better have fucking some strong fucking follow through. Yeah, there better like be some, some crazy breaking yeah. news. No, there's no nothing crazy. Like, no, tournaments were big. LSA. No. Yeah. I just felt like it's I got re- interrupted and then I wanted to take, go on. LSA. Right. You were just holding it in the whole time. I was. Not thinking about the current conversation. I was thinking about the current conversation. What are your thoughts on that? Well, the thoughts are, the thoughts are irrelevant what, now. What did we, what we're, did we talk we're about? What did we say? We're past it. Can you tell us the bullet points of what we said yeah you really want to do this it's not a test (laughs) don't worry it's not a test yeah uh i will say though that i i think that the the conversation adjacent to this is like the whole positivity movement and i think that that's like where my mind goes to of like people who go full bore into metaphysical behavior and like treat it as a lifestyle and like start to push on like push their chakra onto you Uh and all they're Push lost their causes. So- chakra onto you. Yeah, like, you to me, feel my chakra. To me, they're lost causes. Uh, and I don't mean that in the sense well, that... I would say I was really into that stuff when like, I was like 20, 21. Because sure. uh, like, my first introduction into that type of thing, I went like full... As I do with anything I introduced, get introduced into, I just went full in. And that is probably the most mentally ill I've ever been. <laughs> so I'll right. say that from so, anecdotally. So, yeah, and what I'm saying when I say they're lost causes is not that they uh, are the worst versions of themselves and they're stuck there forever, but it's more so that there's no appealing to their logical side. Yeah. Right? Uh, nobody's going to have a logical conversation with them and bring them back. No. So, like, I, I stick a pin in that. But, like, to adjacent to that are the people who are... Uh, these like mindset masters where it's mm-hmm. just like, let's put a positive spin on everything. Hashtag positivity. Yeah. Like, well, there's an issue with that because it's sort of just like promoting suppression. Well, yes. A, it's support, supporting suppression, but B, it's diluting actual upside of, of anything, right? So it's like, there is no such thing. I mean, if we, if we just look at uh, the, the nature and the function of like positivity versus negativity, they can only coexist together. Mm-hmm. Right. Positivity has no definition. There's no good without evil. Correct. But, yeah. but even if you think about it as like, uh, of like a magnet with a positive and negative pole, right? If there's no negative pole, the whole magnet's just positive, right? right? Like there, there is literally no definition to one or the other. We assign it, right? It's an emotional definition of good, bad. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't have to be... Uh, completely balanced it doesn't but when you start to spin and and to your point as humans we are negatively skewed toward or sorry we are uh inherently skewed to the negative right right because it kept us alive yeah like fear was a a great motivator in the human species so you're right in the sense that it doesn't have to be balanced and it is imbalanced already to the negativity but 
when you start to try to skew things that are naturally negative into this reframing of positivity, I think it's like a sickness. Yeah. When you well, like it, it every, comes off. Right. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say like every single negative situation, be like, well, let's find the bright side. Mm -hmm. Like that's bad. Right. Of yeah. course. Whenever I hear it, it comes off as people who are like, they can't tolerate deal like facing the negative so mm -hmm. they just it's like almost seems like it's not for the other people's well-being it's like they're for they cannot yeah. process the fact that there's a negative thing so that they they just make it positive I, I think sometimes it's people who trigger really easily and that's their their meaning or methodology of getting over that and then i also think that it's like control freaks yeah like people who want to control outcomes that are dictated by variance uh, we see it in poker all the time mm -hmm. right it's people who want to control the outcomes of things that are dictated by variance. And uh, it's their way of spinning the fact that they're hard on themselves when variance is negative towards them. Right. Right. So they lose a hand that their mind immediately gravitates to. I could have done something to manipulate this outcome if I had played the hand differently. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the way yeah. to then manufacture that into a positive uh, state of mind is to somehow like look at the upside uh, of saying like yeah i could have played the hand differently but i'm alive and living in america right. and you know what i mean it's just like yeah. it but and it's also like imagine saying that to someone else they're like oh like my whole family just died but you have a roof over your head right. and you right, know right, right. you're yeah. alive and it's yeah. just like you would hate if someone else said that to you so like saying it to yourself is even worse yeah i don't think our psyche is meant to be self-manipulated yeah right and i do agree that like uh we we can self-sabotage in that way right we can lean into uh depressive narratives and yeah. and like super like we can lean pretty hard into the sad mm -hmm. yeah right right exactly so it's like in that regards like maybe we should put in more effort to counterbalance mm -hmm. but i think the opposite holds true whenever it comes to like like positivity well, positivity should be very there is something to looking at the bright side For of sure. things and but like, you have because to process the negative you right. can't yeah. just of course put breeze past right it. right but a lot of people skew too far, like you said, into the negative where it's just like, okay, there's, there's positives here, but you never see the positives. That's mm -hmm. also bad. So how do, you, how do you go about it in a way that solves that of like not just looking at the, uh, the negative, right? In I, the classic, like, I can never win mentality. Right. I think, right? That, I think that a lot of people that I respect and uh, consider to be like high intellects <laughs> uh, do a lot of work around straight gratitude. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's like, if you are able to, uh, to find some sort of connection to gratitude, then that will kind of change your undertones a little bit. And that's all we're really trying to work with is undertones, like, right? There's like, you can make, you can get like a gratitude partner and send lists to each other every that's day. That's what Nicole and so I do. Adorable. Well, what's it's a good accountability. What's the difference between negative event happening, things happen, you process it, and then you do the classic, like, I'm just happy to be here. Like, I'm happy to be in the moment. Because I think that's an overtone reaction, right? I think we're talking about undertones versus overtones, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there's a big difference between me waking up and uh, kind of, like, taking a beat and saying, like, okay, here are all the things that I'm thankful for that I may not consciously acknowledge otherwise uh -huh. versus, uh, you know, me getting too outed for a pot that's monetarily meaningful for me mm -hmm. and then having to drift into a space of, like, but let's not forget all the things, like... You just can be, feel yeah, yeah you could be disappointed and grateful mm -hmm. yeah at just the same like time. It's, it's not the time or place like the time right. It, the time right now is to lament that bad thing that yeah, happened yeah. and it's okay yeah like i i don't right. think that we should deprogram feelings so it's just a, it's a matter of like the timing of it all in some regards because like saying oh like this thing happened sake. i'm happy to be alive is kind of like just coping for a feeling well, not only that process. not only that but at some point some period of time later that happens naturally mm. right like some period of time later the sting from that pot goes away yeah, yeah. life goes on of course mm -hmm. and un your undertones change back to like i'm thankful for all these bigger yeah. picture things right. right and the same thing happens with good events you know you win a you win an event yeah. for more money than you could ever fathom mm -hmm. you're super thrilled yeah do you need to give yourself uh, a moment of like, do you have to check that positivity with something negative to remind yourself that life is still hard? No. Right. People, people right? don't do that. Right. So yeah. the, it, the, you don't do it the other way for the exactly. same reason, because exactly. life will just remind you that it's still hard right. exactly. somewhere along the line. Like you play a hand in a big cash session or whatever. And like everyone's obviously big hand or monetary value is different. 
but in the moment it feels like everything and then you can't really remember the details of it a year later right and it just becomes one of the things that happened to you yeah i mean unfortunately like or maybe fortunately i'm not sure but our, our brains uh at maybe their their highest function gravitate towards apathy yeah, yeah, we find a way to go to baseline. Well, there was this, I saw something, somebody talking about how, um, <laughs> it was talking about the short-term gratification of like scrolling through social media and all of that mm -hmm. versus something like exercise, which is like short-term, pretty painful. But then your brain will um, balance back to equilibrium. So that's why when you exercise and you're in pain, you get those happy chemicals flooding, you get the endorphins, yeah. but then it also works on the reverse. So where mm. you're scrolling mindlessly, you're getting those small hits of dopamine, you're getting your reward center is like, you know, kind of fucked up. Yeah. Then your brain will counterbalance that with negative feelings. Interesting. Right. To bring you, it's all about like bringing you back to baseline. It would be so out of place like imagine uh let's just use like grafton as an example of grafton won the triton like he wins the triton for like five million they're like oh how do you feel it's like well i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking die anyways right just like do it <laughs> well there is like a probably a come down period yeah you know it's just not like during the moment where like yeah. if someone like experiences like a moment. bubble or something and like they're sad right it's not like you have the instant Oh man, I love being no, here. I love, I love instant. the opportunity. It's not instant. Yeah. It definitely it is. It just declines sort of after, over time. Yeah. It's like a great But gradient. I feel like you notice that more from like exercising and getting those positive chemicals versus like I don't notice it as much when I'm like doing the mindless scrolling type of thing or getting those like easy dopamine hits. Mm -hmm. But I, it definitely long term, like you notice maybe your anxiety levels go up or you don't feel as happy in general. Like, that's probably like a widespread thing that happens. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Social media is nasty like that when it comes to like, in, call it engagement, call it getting feedback for things, you know? And I mean, this from like my experience, I can kind of like from the good and the bad, you feel both, you feel both sides pretty hard. Uh huh. At least in the moment. And then it keeps going because yeah. there's so many people that engage with things at one time that you just, it's hard to process it all. Yeah. You know, they're super happy in one time and super, and you realize, what am I so happy for? And then yeah, you're well, super sad. Yeah, well, and it puts your brain into the chasing mode of exactly. trying to seek more. Yeah. More of that instant uh, It's reward. crazy you say that because I wonder now how many times, like just throughout the week or even a day, I'll just like scroll refresh on Twitter. Mm -hmm. You just scroll to see new shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Doom scrolling. So, so much. Yeah. Just... I, I have like a I follow this account called the Doom Scrolling Reminder Bot <laughs> and it will post every like I don't know 10 minutes or so so I'll see it in my timeline it's like are you doom scrolling get really? off this horrible app <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty I, I I need that yeah I, need, I, need I feel like the only time I catch myself doing that is when my productivity is like incredibly low you just I don't do know it what to when do when I am procrastinating Yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh and my inclination to procrastinate usually comes from a place of like being low energy Yeah like I would just rather do anything else, but thank God I don't need to scroll social media any longer because alone exists. <laughs> well, I could just watch a bunch of a bunch of uh, Neanderthals this from is, the Midwest. It's why I hesitate in getting into a new show because I, like you, will just binge it, and yeah. and then like that just becomes my default thing mm -hmm. of doing. What it's okay, I'm doing. you make a little me time. How you are know? you not out of episodes yet? I know that's what I, I close. always say. I you, am. Close. you better get something in the queue. I'm yeah. out of the traditional seasons. Love I Island has 40 seasons per mm. episode. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. When I was really depressed, Love season, Island mean, yeah. was like my shit. Mm -hmm. I'm not. No, there's uh, got to be better. Things I'm on a lone right? beast now. So now what they do is they take three uh, contestants. Yeah, uh -huh. lone they beast? put them against yeah. beasts. Each each wow, episode is its own like season. So they take three contestants and they put them on Vancouver Island with a slaughtered uh like a slaughtered animal from the local area so so far i'm three episodes in they killed uh, a moose for episode one and then they a, killed four of them yeah so they uh ethically um exterminate yeah. these animal animals yeah uh and they shoot a flare up while they're boating in so they have to like hike to the animal uh so the first one was a moose the next two were was a muskox and uh they have no tool they have nothing they literally just have the clothes on their back so they have to fashion tools 
out of like the local rocks and whatnot, they have to last for 30 days. Uh, but they get this food source of the... Seems like an easy mode. It's... It, well, that was my instinct it doesn't last initially. doesn't days, right? That was my instinct initially, and then I watched them try to butcher a moose with a, with a flathead rock. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And right. it wasn't going all that well, and then I realized like how many... Like, you get 10 items on a loan. And they're working together? Yeah. Okay. But imagine having to kill and then butcher it. At least that first part's gone. Yeah, fair, but... Uh, the lack of tools is really brutal. Like their shelters are so much more uh, poorly put together. They yeah, don't have a hatchet. Items. Like yeah, they can't. Like yeah, they're just making like uh, lean tos. Hatchet and oh. a ratchet. Right. Uh, so they're mostly just like making lean tos. They don't have a sleeping bag. Uh, the first episode, they were there in the dead of winter, so it was like snowing and like twelve degrees. They didn't have coats. Were they naked? They just had coats. No. Okay. They just had the clothes on their back. Um, so yeah, like the lack of tools is incredibly sense. challenging. Well, I mean, at least you got the moose fur will definitely be useful. That's true. Uh, that part's useful. Making fire is very hard Yeah, because it's a wet area and they don't have a, a fire starter. So they're doing it, you know, bow drill type oh, of, uh, which is pretty brutal. Not um, easy. but then like once they, once they get the fire going, obviously like it's, Priority number one to just keep it running. Someone said your Steeler hat is ratchet. <laughs> your ass is ratchet. <laughs> There's been a lot of like it's the the chat has been buzzing about your shirt today. My shirt looks There's great. Been, there's a lot of mixed reviews what, on the shirt. They're, saying, like they're the shirt? saying that it's um it's old, so that you, it's transparent. Uh, I actually bought it that way, but it is old. <laughs> you are correct. It's distressed. Um, it's got the distress yeah. look. It's it, a burn. I think they call it a burnout. Oh, that's shirt. your yeah. skin. That's not yeah. the color that's of the skin, actual. Yeah. Very olive, right? Yeah, it is. Just like uh, the Steelers' hopes and dreams. You know, <laughs> kind of burned out a little. They're very olive. No, <laughs> sad. Steelers' hopes and dreams are not sad. The NF or the AFC North is going to be far weaker than projected. Wide open. Wide um, open. The Ravens are going to be fucking good. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson played is the Jets, really good. He looked good. Yeah. He played the Jets. It doesn't right. matter. He was moving. The way he moved, <laughs> he, like, was he moving. looked good. He played it the Jets. It doesn't fucking matter. He's moving well. He's playing for a new contract. Yeah, that yeah, man's man. Be like, good. They're probably Mitch, the favorite, but Mitch it's Trubisky, still open. Mitch Trubisky would look fucking good against the Jets, too. Uh, what we'll see. Uh, moving uh, and shaking. We'll, 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 yeah. Uh, no, but we'll see about that. He's a scrambler, baby. Uh, he had more. <laughs> he might have had more rushing yards yesterday than Najee. He took off like like the the pocket broke down and he just like took off and it was just so weird just to see like that quarterback back there. You're just used to Ben and how slow he was and Trubisky just like took off and was like I'm like wow this guy's fast. How dare you? A young Ben was very mobile. <laughs> I'm talking about the last time I saw Ben, which was last year when he ben was slower so than slow. the fucking tortoise. Ben was I so know slow. Listen, I know slow. Okay, but he was always ready to. You run. definitely know slow. The it's shortest true. knows what slow looks like. You can be slow and tough to bring down. That's good enough. I'm not like a muskox. Like a musk. There musk was just that's a right. noticeable difference. That's See, now that's a good callback. Sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Prize pools, man. We've Fuck. lost Melissa with the football talk. We're gonna know, wrap regret, it for the day. I regret yeah. bringing that back up. <laughs> we, we ended it. Yeah, we All right, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, please like, subscribe, leave a comment below. Let us know uh, what you'd like to see us talk about here moving into the future. Because if you don't say anything, it's just going to be football every day, all day. Please, okay. please. Please, please, please. Daniel, please. Uh, we'll be back same time tomorrow, same channel. Please join us then. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you then. Peace.